Alrighty, folks, welcome to Behind the Buttons. This is our show where we break down what goes into building Two Buttons Deep, which is the fastest growing media company in the world of two, uh, upstate New York. You should say that with conviction. Oh, look at Jonah with the new boards. Thank you, everybody. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Quiet Thank down. you. That must be our 51,000 followers cheering in real life. They're all here at Lionheart on the Green. Yeah, we are coming to you guys from Lionheart on the Green in the Warehouse District in Albany, which I think... <laughs> all right, you're getting a little trigger happy over there. I would say the Warehouse District has become, in the last few years, by far the coolest place to be in Albany. Yeah, it's definitely an asset to the city. I w- I've not been to this place before, and I felt like when you and I were walking, I felt like I was in like Charlotte, North Carolina, or somewhere, like a comparable city, but something that if I was traveling and I came upon it, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I want to go have a drink there. Yeah, I think the last couple years just, you know, it's always been a cool spot with the beer garden and nine pin, but there have been a few additions in the last two to three years, mainly what's right here behind us, uh, Lionheart on the Green that have just completely elevated it. Uh, it's, I'd, I'd say it's all one of Albany's best assets. What do you think around Albany? Yeah, no, I think uh, the energy is really down in the warehouse district right now. I don't know how much energy is, is uptown, is on Lark Street, or is in you know, North Pearl, but this part of Broadway has a lot going for it, and I don't think it's yet reached its full potential. It's a party spot, right? Like yeah. we're coming here at night and we're partying. We're with a big group. Like the energy is high in that respect. Yeah, you can bar hop here. Like you can have a great yeah. night out. I was here a couple months ago in the summer, and we planned to come to Lionheart on the Green, but it was so packed, which is the opposite of my definition of fun. It's why I don't like Caroline Street on Saratoga. Like I hate just being packed in a bar with live music. That's the opposite of fun. So we went to Lost and Found which was nice, cool, relaxed, and just looking at Lionheart on the Green, it literally looked like a bee's nest full of college kids all trying to get that honey. Oh, they really are trying to get that honey if yeah, they're out here like at the they, bars. Like it was compact on the inside, and then it was just them buzzing around trying to find a way in on the outside. Wow, I love that, though. That's You're not saying that to deter people from coming. I feel like that's the energy that this city actually needs. No, that was definitely peak Friday night vibes, but... Mm. Regular vibes, especially right here, right now. There's cornhole set up. There's uh, a lot of lawn chairs, stuff, fireplaces. So it's the real deal Holyfield, and I'm glad it's here. Yeah, just be careful when you sit in these plastic Adirondack chairs. You probably need a sip of your beer before you sit down. Speaking of a sip of the beer, I am about to cross a bridge. I wasn't mentally prepared to cross when I woke up this morning, but we're here right now because the Lionheart on the Green has officially converted to Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And that's how you know it's fall. You need a, a little button where you can press uh, in the arms yeah, of where's an angel the bu- where- by Sarah McLaughlin or whatever. Is that her name? Come on. Crickets? Come on. No. I want a moment of silence for Samuel Adams' summer because yep. when you take this first sip, Jack, I think in my mind, as the Sam Adams guy, that means you're not going backwards. You're not. This is the end. I can't have. I can't have summer ale once I have the sip of Oktoberfest. No, hundred percent. That is the laws of Sam Adams beer. Yeah, once it's like a, it's like a hard breaking point. Like you've moved on mentally. There's no backsliding, and if you if you're not ready, I'll take it because I've had a few sips and it is very good. No, I'm ready. So All here right, we fine. go. They got a nice mug. Oh, it's a real deal. I'm glad Cheers. I'm not doing it though. You know, out of a bottle or something. Here we go, my first sip of Sam Adams Oktoberfest. This is a great time for a sound. 
First Sip Club, baby. <laughs> go, Jack, go. Oh, it's it tastes so, so good. good. Yeah, it's, it's so really good. good. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm ready. As I've been saying forever, sweater weather is better weather than any weather there is. So I'm ready for this Oktoberfest. I'm ready for the cooler times, better vibes, because I'm a fall guy. We talked about last last episode, summer. It's deceivingly enjoyable. Summer is actually an atrocious time of the year where you sweat and it's miserable, but we like it because we are programmed to like it because that's the time we had off as kids. But fall, it's great for everybody. We got the foliage. We've got livable weather. You had to take such a pause. You're like, what else do we have in the fall? Mm. Foliage, cider donuts, great events, whatever weather. You're a basic B. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, you're a basic bitch for fall. Oh, like you're not. No. You're a basic bitch for summer. Yeah, I'm summer forever. How did the poll end up on our Instagram stories when you did post that clip? Which one? The one about people being conditioned to like summer. Uh, Yeah, people are saying they don't like it. Like right. they don't actually like it. That sounds like somebody that didn't actually look at the results of the poll and is trying to swing it in his favor right here, right now. Well, Jonah, any perhaps. recollection? Uh, no, I I don't remember. Shit. But no, it was um, heavily in my favor. Really? Yeah. All really. right. I guess I have to take your word for it because like we were conditioned to like summer because that's it's the only time you had off. Imagine if we had fall off, life would be so much better. If you had August to October off from school, when you would you swim? In the summer. When you would don't you need all day to swim. Yeah, you do. You pretty much do if you're a kid, but whatever. That's I mean, how you get sunburned. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I like each season, but I, I like the changing of the yeah. seasons. Like that moment in between, like right now, yes. like in this between. Sip. This was my first yep. sip of that, fall. That's what keeps you here, I think, in upstate New York. We always say it's like something to look forward to. It's that transitional period where you can like switch some things up in your life if you need to, like take a different approach, have a reset beer, and move on. But... Just like that, something you love dearly is ripped away from you. I believe you probably had a Sam Adams summer just this week at I one did. of the other shoots we were on. I did. We were up at Lake George. Oh, for, yeah. I feel like I'm peaking. Am I peaking? I, I kind of feel You're like not, it, too, but I think it's just No, like it's a, your headphones. I'll turn your headphones down. All right. Um, we were at, I think, probably one of the most underrated restaurants in the Capital Region. Totally. 518. The Boardwalk in Lake George has to be... One of the coolest restaurants in the area. Yeah. And people know it's cool. It's always crowded. But we were sitting there. We'd featured it on our Corona Best Decks. I'm looking around and I'm like, if I traveled to Italy and I ended up at this place, I would be like, wow, this is amazing. Like California, Florida, you could go anywhere. And that the view you get at the boardwalk in Lake George could rival anything in the world beyond like something you're going to spend 10 grand to get to. Like that's accessible to everybody. It's right here in our backyard. And I think that's a beauty of the best deck segment. I'm I'm sure a lot of people are going to get turned on to it. Oh, yeah, they're going to be turned on. I mean, Lansy's on the lake, all the places that we've been to. Like, they're not, we're not featuring million-dollar restaurants with pricey food or expensive drinks. Like, these are just normal places where you can catch a good vibe, maybe catch some rays if it's not fall yet. And uh, I think we take for granted the beauty of Lake George because that was my first time up there this summer. And 
you kind of like if you like squint a little bit, you're like I could be looking at mountains in Europe or somewhere else where like you're transformed into a different place. And I love that there's tourists. Like there's supposed to be hundred thousand people in Saratoga this weekend, and I see girls posting, "Oh, catch me hiding in my apartment all weekend." I'm like, how do people have that reaction to tourists? Like, a, you're a tourist, so you're being hypocritical of like when you travel somewhere, and b, that is what makes like where we live so special is that people want to come and travel and experience it. And we don't have to travel to experience it. Like it blows my mind when people have that negative attitude. Well, I think we're less used to tourists. Like if you live in a big city, if you're in New York, if yeah, you're in these, like you, you're, you kind of become accustomed to them all the time, but up here it's kind of more of an anomaly. And it's, we're but there's only so many months that you can enjoy being in Saratoga. So like, if you don't like tourists, then you're not going to be able to enjoy the best bits of Saratoga and Lake George. Cause you're trying to avoid what strangers like who gives it like i just don't get that mentality at all but i see what you're saying it's a it's a rare well let's get into our peaks of the week brought to you by triple a that's the best way to get out of a pit having triple a to save the day because triple a's with you all the way you got to get the card it's like 80 bucks a year it's fiscally irresponsible not to get it because we've already save that money with my peak that I'm going to get to, but obviously they get you on the side of the road, but you can get discounted tickets, movie theater, great escape. That's where we're getting at. Half price tickets, 30 bucks off each just with AAA. Crazy. So you got to join, become a member and you'll have less pits. You'll have less pits with AAA. Yes. That's They're the your goal own here. pit crew on the side of the road. 100%. Like your NASCAR driver. Um, so my peak was a peak and then became a pit. Uh, my peak, we went to the Great Escape with a discounted ticket from AAA, and I went on a very important mission to ride the bobsled one last time. <laughs> Jonah just took a sip of his beer at the perfect time. Yep, he's ready for it because we waited in line. First of all, we went to the Great Escape Tuesday in August. Nobody in line. There was no lines. We had the park to ourselves, basically. Or maybe the fact everyone was at the bobsled because it's closing after 25 years. That was literally the only ride with a line. So we wait in a line, probably half hour or so. We get up two rides before I'm about to hop on. I hear beer. We found out why the ride is shutting down. Well, even before that, I mean, visually that ride. Yeah. Like you could see it swaying. Her tits are not up. Yeah. The bobsled's tits are not up. Bobsled's just cover it somehow. Uh, somehow. Oh, use that. That's permeable. Use my uh, laptop. We got some rain coming down in Albany, and we're about to have our first wet episode. Oh, a wet episode. A wet episode. <laughs> I like that. Or do we just relocate? No, we got this. It's not going to start pouring. It's yep. like a sprinkle. All right, so we're going on to the bobsled, and there was like a viral video recently of a roller coaster like oh shaking violently. This was not far off from that. The bobsled really? was absolutely rocking. I described it like, you know, when your older sibling was on top of the bunk bed, like <laughs> roughing, roughing around or whatever when you were playing and like everything would shake on it. That's what the bobsled looks like when people are riding on it. Yeah. And if you don't know the bobsled, it's a literal bobsled ride. There's no track on it. Like once you get yeeted from the top, it's all physics just so taking you, you down. So you take, because I watched you guys from the sidelines. So you take a roller coaster approach up. And then once you start to go down, you're off of the tracks, yes, essentially. So it's just free. And it's magnetic, I no, assume. Mag no, it's physics. There's I, one other track. Like really? You, you do physics all the way down. You're just riding. And then at one point, there's a second track that catches you. 
but I guess occasionally you don't make that second track. Yep. And oh we my are God. after waiting in line for 30 minutes, uh, the the ride just never came back. The people out there just disappeared. So what physics is that that it just stops dead in its tracks? They just probably didn't have enough weight in them, and I think they weren't filling up the ride fully right. because of how much the ride was shaking. But I think oh if you don't God. have enough weight in it, you don't like get the the energy, like the momentum, the momentum yeah. you need to get it where you, it latches onto the second track. They were stuck there. They were stuck. And they were just stuck there for they like 15 stuck. minutes. The maintenance guy comes out yep. and they're just hands on the hips like, mm, what do we do? I don't know. Yep. And then eventually, finally, they were able to do something and it caught on. And you would imagine, all right, we're shutting down. The yep. state's got to come inspect it. Nope. They just did one blank ride, made yep. sure it worked, and then sent human beings on it right again. I love that nobody, like, from my point of view, when they told people that the ride was shut down temporarily, very few people left the line. Like, yeah. nobody was faced by that, which I think if you're a theme park person, you're used to that. I mean, it does happen, right? Things things shut down. They need to fix a loose screw or whatever. But what made me laugh was that when I was standing at the exit sign, there were multiple children, like a handful of children who got off the ride in full tears. They are like red and puffy. They're like hugging their babysitter at the knees being like, that hurt. That really hurt. There's an adult that's like, oh my God, that really banged up my knee. And I'm like, the running joke for, you know, however long we've known about Great Escape is that the bobsled is notoriously not open. So I think it kind of all came to a head that day because kids should be like as hyped as ever getting off of a ride. And ending it in tears, like, you're shook. Yep. You can't move on from that. Yeah. So we get on. We get in the USA bobsled. All is well. All is grand. We get up there. Great energy. Uh, it worked for us. We got all the way through the ride, and we were filming it on our new GoPro, or at least I thought we were, until Jonah informed me after we got home the next day that this entire effort was mute because... He only recorded half of the I think ride. You mean moot, Mr. Spelling. Moot. Yeah, <laughs> it's moot, dude. Come All right, on. don't divert. Come on, <laughs> don't divert this. Sorry. Come on, Jonah, you were doing yeah. so well. I know, I know, and honestly, I think the vibes were so high, and we were saying this. We were walking around Great Escape, and we're like, we can just, can we just come back? Like, can we just come back and just? do this again you manifested the next week so i think uh, i got what we all wanted yeah so you're welcome that's an interesting uh defense he was high on life which i can confirm we all were at the time he also, messages me and he's like uh oh he bad, didn't even give you a bad call? news the the footage didn't work but at least we wanted to ride that other ride that we didn't get to ride so now we get to get back <laughs> Shut up. just completely covers the fact that this entire shoot was a waste but at least we get to ride one ride we didn't get to ride. Well, at least we saved the AAA because True. we were a little concerned about the cost for real going in. We're like, oh, my God, we're going to film one bit and it's going to cost like probably close. What did I say? Two hundred like and Seventy five bucks a ticket. Yeah, it would have yeah. been $210. AAA. AAA takes it from 75 to 35 which yep. is crazy. Yeah, so we saved big on getting in there. Um, we were high on life. This is all true. Uh, the only other thing I'll say in Jonah's defense, I guess, is that we were working with a new piece of equipment. But you did tell him an hour before, make sure you know that thing front and back before we get in and do this video. Yeah, I'm not you mad. You just didn't press it? Like, how does this happen? I have no idea. It, it was recording as we were going up, and okay. then I looked, and then half of it So did you know up. while you were doing it that it wasn't, like, halfway no. through the ride or no? No. You and, then, and then we later. left the ride, and I looked at it, and I saw footage. I saw POV. I'm like, oh, we're good to go. Hmm. But then, but then, I mean, what, what, it was, 
if you're, li- no, listen, if you're listening it? to this and you're thinking of going to Great Escape, know that they close at 6 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got to know that because we were pressed for time. And what we ran to the Comet after just for one more ride. Yeah. So we got to the, the Comet. last people on the Comet. Wait, I want to close the loop on this because I don't want to confess something, but I held the GoPro right after when you guys were filming his reaction. But I didn't touch anything. But, like, is it possible that it got deleted? 100%, Taylor. You deleted it. All right. You obviously <laughs> want to say that. I'm I'm being forthcoming. We'd have to look at the card. I want to see what those... You sent me two files, and there were two missing in between. I want to see what they look like. I yeah. just wonder if there was a way to get to a deleted folder, like, on your iPhone now. Like, if, God forbid, say I touched something that I didn't... I, I just held mm. it, so I didn't, like... I didn't look at anything. Since when do you need an app to use a GoPro? Like, I was setting oh, that so up, you and they're like, you have to right, sign in, you have to... Hmm. to the cloud. I just I wanted know. to make sure I was clear. But yeah, no, those two files I'll show you. They're they're bullshit. We, yeah, maybe there's yeah, don't hire a private investigator on me and see if I deleted it or not. We'll I think leave, Taylor, we'll I think some... Taylor really wanted to go back to the greatest case. Listen, we want to as we all. There's there's bigger problems to be had, and I'll never be mad if something gets messed up. That happens. Technology will always fail you. But right. the fact we didn't just review the footage after. Right. Now we got to go back. Now we, no, no, no. Now we get to go back. You're right. All right. You're That's right. your new right. thing. Yeah, like, yeah. We, yeah, you don't have to. You get to. We get to do it. You have the great opportunity escape. to spend a day at Great Escape. You're risking welcome. my life on the Bob yes. yet again. Yes. I do think there's more ground we can cover there, though. Like, 100%. like, the, like that little village, the cave. Like, we could do a fun nostalgic esque video, but I think but, it's. I, yeah, I think it could be a good live show bit. But we're in a time crunch because the last day of the bobsled is September 4th, and we wanted to put this video together so that people know in advance to go ride it if they are so inclined because it is a little piece of capital region history. Yep. You're the Waterside World guy. It's right down the street. Yep. You need to close that loop. You owe it to yourself and maybe other people out there need to as well. Or do I go on the very last day and be the very last person? I mean, that's a whole other thing, mm, but that's I just harder. But again, what if it's clo- like I'm sure it won't be cuz obviously they're closing it and they know they're I mean, they're probably getting more people into the park right now with this knowledge, if people really do know about it. So it, it behooves them to keep it open as long as possible. For sure. All right. Well, that was my peak to pit. What's that was yours? your peak to pit. I love it. Uh, my peak is that I finally, I feel really guilty. I had not been to the Horseshoe this summer in Saratoga, which is crazy for me because I used to go there a lot. But it's just been a busy summer and I haven't got there and it's made me feel really sad. Because uh, I like to support them. They're one of my Saratoga businesses that, like, year-round when they're slower, I try to go for breakfast and whatever. So I finally made my horseshoe debut on a Friday, which, to your point of a bee's nest, highly recommend. If you like the horseshoe vibe, it's like horseshoe light on Friday. It's still all the same stuff, just a little less crowded. And I'm friendly with the owner, Charlie, and I get there, and all his guys are on walkie-talkies, and, like, the walkie-talkies are going nuts. And he's like, oh, come on, come on, like, come with me. So me and my mom, you know, we go back, come on. And they're all in, I don't even know if I should be, I don't want to out them, but they go in the back where their cooler is, like all the behind the scenes of the horseshoe. And all the staff is there. And they're like, all right, cooler meeting. And they all grab like a white claw vodka soda. They have a machine, like a little piece of technology that is like a, a shotgun tool. Like it's like a, it's like a piercer for the beer mm-hmm. and they have a cooler meeting that they all just shotgun a drink as fast as they can wow. and go back to work. So I got wow. to witness my first cooler meeting. So if you're ever wondering how do these people get through these long, crazy, busy days at one of the best bars in town in the summer, it's because they're 
doing like three to five cooler meetings a night. Like I think it's like Wait. every forty-five minutes. Wait, why? Why? How come we've never had a cooler meeting? I've. N- I mean, I guess this is our cooler yeah. meeting. Yeah. Like we yeah. we get to do a lot of things over a beer, but I just really respected that. He's like, listen, I want people to enjoy working here, have fun. He's like, if you're drunk, you know, you're going to be in trouble. You can't you can't be drunk, but like. You should be able to come back here and loosen up or, like, if someone wants to buy you a shot, like, let them buy you a shot. But when I saw the walkie-talkie thing, I'm like, it was like, I really thought something went down. I thought the cooler broke. Not that they were going to go all shotgun in the cooler. And I did participate, of course. Um, so I shotgunned a white claw vodka soda. Um, but it's just a great spot there. Just a lot of love for them and what they do. The people they pump into that place and still make it, like, a viable, like, place that you can have a good time. All the upgrades and whatnot. Um, it's a great spot. So I was glad to be a part of a little bit of history there. And I met a girl there who was just chirping hard in the Joan Rivers comments. She's like a, a college student and she works there, but she's friends with Charlie. And she was like, couldn't believe it was me. Like she thought she was running into like whoever. And she was like, oh my God, like I love you so much. And then when we were getting shit on the Joan video, she was like, you motherfucking whiny ass. Like whenever she's going off on people, I'm like, yeah, girl, she's like 18 years old, just chirping people in our comments. So she's a real one. I told her I'd send her some merch. That was an interesting response to the Joan video, which we shot for your last totally. live show. We shot that early June and just have never, I knew it was going to be like a two to three day stretch of getting it all out. So, uh, did not know what to expect with it, but it, people, that that triggered some people. It was, like, better response than I thought. Like, nobody said the video was, like, stupid or weird or, like, inappropriate or too much. People were just upset that Joan Rivers, A, is dead, like, as if they didn't know, and B, like, it was a drag queen. Obviously, it's an effing drag queen. So I feel like we had a new brand of, like, haters that I didn't know consumed our content. Just trans straight transphobic people. Yeah, like, that was, I mean... Anytime the heat's not on me, I'm like, all right, like it's good because like I was hardly in that video just the whole day that we spent with Joan. We've never really talked about, but you know, she's an entertainer and a performer. She's learned verbatim a ton of Joan's jokes, so I didn't really have to work very hard for that bit at all. And you pretty much kept me out of it outside of the intro, so it was interesting to see people's reactions. But I think people held on for the full thing because performed well, and the people that liked it really liked it. So yeah. A lot She's of people wild. are just like, this person needs help, and how dare you do this to Joan? And then I, I respond to one of them with a picture, because this person's, uh, his name's Joe. He's an uh, impressionist. He does Joan and a bunch of other celebrities. Yeah. And Joan Rivers loved him. Yes. They have a picture together. Joan was like, you're my favorite impressionist. And he's still in touch with Joan's writers to, like, do modern-day Joan jokes totally. on, his, on his tours and stuff. He travels the world doing this job and people are like this guy needs help yeah i just like, feel like it's a very common thing like you've ooh. never seen an impersonator before you've yeah. never seen like comedians doing stuff like that um yeah i thought that was very bizarre but it was i mean that's just quality viral internet shit yep. you know but the fact that people were like some people were literally like telling me like joan rivers is dead i'm like i know people like did not believe but you know that's not joan rivers right <laughs> Like, I didn't understand if they were saying that as a joke. I think a few people were spoofed. I mean, th- think of it. If Joan Rivers is not in your world. And right, it's just a right, name right. you've heard before. Yeah. You think she's dead. It's like Bob Barker. If yeah. I saw a Bob Barker impressionist, I'd be like, wait, hold yeah, on. I but guess it's isn't fair. Bob Barker's still alive. Exactly. But, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Like, you could tell me no, Bob Barker's he, dead. You could you tell think me he's, he's still alive. 100% Bob Barker's still alive. Barker still alive. But, yeah, yeah. How old is he? Uh, 90s. I think he's 99. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to be old AF. But I see what you're saying. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she's not like that if relevant. He's not a relev- if they're not a relevant name, I could see people being fooled. He was a great impressionist. Yeah. I don't 
think I don't never heard the word impressionist, but I'm going to give it to you. What do you think it's called? Impersonator. Impersonator. Yeah, you're right. Impressionist is like a series, a style of art. Yes, I believe. But same thing. You people know what you're saying, so it's fine. Love it, Jonah. You got a peek? I I have a peek. Yeah. Oh. My peek uh, is I got to hang out with some goats. Ooh. And in the in the past, we've done some shoots uh, with horses, <laughs> and I've, I've recently discovered I'm extremely allergic to horses, extremely. So I find out we are going to Sharon Springs to the Beekman Farm to hang out with some goats, and I was very nervous, but very excited. And when we met those goats, I was all up in their business. I yeah. was we were we were playing, we were having fun, and uh, and I, I learned that I'm not allergic to goats. So that's good. Uh, and I hear we're going to get a company goat someday So because of this. So I think things we are looking were good. We did an afternoon in Sharon Springs, and I think we're all a little on board with our hypothetical potential headquarters one day of instead of being in a, in a city, we, we buy a farm. We got some yeah. animals. It's nice and relaxing. It's more of like a retreat-based place. Uh, I think we would thrive. I think ideally we have one. We have our maiden lane space in yeah. Albany. And then somewhere out in the boonies. Yeah, you got to be in traffic. Like you, you got to be out there. You got to be in the middle of things. But the real magic happens 20, 30 minutes outside of the city. We uh, need a farmhand. Yes. Like none of us. We like the goats. Or we just buy like a, a permanent residence at June Farms. That would be great. Mm. That would be cool. Then the work's done for us. But I feel like we, for some reason, we've encountered more goats than the average person. 100%. Like we have a lot of like clients and just like encounters with goats very often. So it's a good thing that you like goats and you're not allergic because that could be in someone's future job description at Two Buttons Deep. Must be able to interact and film content around goats. And yep. those goats were like, I feel like those goats were on drugs. Like I've never seen such like attentive, like goats are usually like naturally friendly and like into you. But these goats were like clinging on, like they were sticking together. They were all up in our business. Like Maybe they're just using the facial cleanser that Beekman puts out, and they're like they're just high on life, like we were. Yeah, perhaps. So we go to Sharon Springs, uh, which, if you don't know, that's where Beekman 1802 is based. And if you don't know their story, the Beekman boys were living the peak New York City life, early 2000s. Um, they did whatever. One's a doctor, one's something else, and then they went on a trip to Sharon Springs as a getaway. And they were kind of just sold on the vibe of the little town and living the small town life. They found this beautiful farmhouse uh, that was way out of their price range, but they ended up getting it eventually for a price that they wanted. And it's called the Be Beekman Farm. It was founded in 1802. And they learned from scratch how to utilize the goats they had there to make a product. And it's boomed into the billion dollar business they have today. So. Because of that, Sharon Springs, A, got a post office. I remember learning that. They didn't have a post office, but they do so much e-commerce. They bi literally built a post office for this. And now there's like this eccentric community. That's a good way to put it, yeah. Of creators, artisans, restaurateurs, people who have come in from all over the world and built up shop, whether it's seasonal or all year in little old Sharon Springs, New York, which we did an afternoon in and will be coming out soon. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it all comes out. You know, I think we we fall in this weird line of like, we don't want to like glamorize necessarily a place that's not that busy. But I think the point of spending an afternoon in a new place is that you find the beauty in it, whatever the pace is, whatever is available to you. Like, 
you just take it for what it is. And that is a place that if Beekman had not put it on the map, and I'm not giving them full credit, but obviously that's, you know, intrigued a lot of people. They have a retail store there that is beautiful and worth the trip in and of itself. Um, you know, there's more reason to be interested when you hear that name pop up. Um, and I had the best day. I really did. I really, really enjoyed it there. Brimstone Bakery. I mean, it's going to, if we nail the video, I think we will truly actually bring a lot of people to that town. Yeah. Uh, we had a first bad first impression <laughs> when we shot well multiple bad we're you know it's obviously some country roads that get you out there we get stuck behind a no first thing we saw we're driving down this country road to sharon oh, springs right. and i'm like what is that holding up the power line and there is just a goddamn ladder <laughs> instead of a wood beam holding up the power lines there is just a metal ladder which sounds like the worst idea possible we had Doesn't to pull sound safe one of our many ues we pulled that day after we saw something uh very peculiar so we saw that then we get stuck behind a truck painting the yellow lines which can't be that's like the that's like the watching paint dry of, of traffic it's moving so slow oh, it's yeah. saying do not pass under any circumstance and finally they pulled over and let us go once the line built up but then before we even get into town, we're driving in right into the heart of it, and there's a little construction going on, <laughs> and this guy must be, like, taking... It's only, like, 10 a.m., so he, he was going through something. One of the construction workers is by his car, just absolutely pukes his brains out right in front of our car. You cannot unsee that. You cannot unsee that. And that was our first impression of Sharon Springs, so... Uh, didn't know where the day was going to go from there. Well, but we, kept, we, kept, we kept going down that road. Yeah. And we found something else or somebody else. Yes. Uh, it turned around quickly when we saw a young turtle running across the <laughs> road. And when I say running, I mean running. This running turtle life. was the fastest turtle I've ever seen in my life. But it's in the middle of a major road. So Jonah, our resident animal uh, environmentalist yeah we'll say oh there you yeah, go yeah conservation uh, you, you hopped out and yeah. saved the day for that turtle because i it, the chances weren't looking too high for it i uh, didn't really <laughs> know where it was going or what it was doing if we, you weren't in the car i'll tell you right now it wouldn't have, have ended it. like that if i didn't say it you would have hit it no i saw something i didn't know it was a turtle but i saw something in the road yeah so uh we brought him in we affectionately named him paul paul and Paul was with us for a solid ten minutes, and it was good times. It's great times. Yeah, we had, it. yeah, we had some good times together. Uh, we took him to Brimstone, and yeah. uh, that's you know where he he is hopefully spending the rest of his days in the uh, backyard of a beautiful bakery in Sharon Springs. The backyard of Brimstone Bakery. Oh, the Triple B. Wow. I hope Paul's having a good life because we that was doing good thing. I mean, anytime you pull over for an animal, right, you're putting yourself in a little bit of a tricky situation. Yeah, I think that's when things started to look up, right? Like that's when we're deed. like, that you know what? Karma. You know what? I think we're going to have fun here. And I loved I had a good feeling of Brimstone, which was oh. a, a, a bakery recommended to us because we walk in with Paul. We're just these strangers we that walked in walk with up turtle. with a wild animal in our hand and the owner comes out. And we're filming, and I didn't want to film him, but he just got right into it. Yep. And he starts talking to Paul. He's like, hey, man. And he's just hyping up Paul and then told us where to bring him. And he just was not phased by any of the energy we brought. That and was pretty wild. If yeah. you just zoom out a we little bit. We just pulled up to this tiny bakery we're like in tiny people. Sharon Springs yeah. with a turtle. 
And they knew exactly what to do. It's like they've seen this before. Yeah, it didn't hurt that, you know, Sharon Springs is a very small town. So we quickly learned that, you know, our connect at Beekman had informed every single business owner that we were coming. So I felt like we got a little bit more out of it by being able to, like, talk to those people. And, you know, it's not busy all the time. So they have you know, that ability to chat with you and share their story for a little bit longer. And I would encourage anybody that goes somewhere like this to like chat with the owners because they love to tell their stories, right? Like Jack said, like they have come from all over the world truly to come here and, you know, build their business, whether it's living out a dream or living a slow life. And, you know, if you don't have those conversations, you're not going to get the full scope of the place. So that was definitely like the good karma started, you know, kind of going up from there after we rescued a turtle. Yeah, and he brought us in, gave us a tour of the kitchen. Uh, they make everything from scratch. Oh, so which good. Which is just crazy. You're in the middle of nowhere, yep. this little bakery. You think it would just be packaged goods and Chris's coffee, but it was all delectable Quality. Stuff. Quality. And cheap. That yeah, was very crazy. Inexpensive. It was easily, a full meal, too. Easily we had a be full meal. They have these awesome sandwiches. Easily could be 14 16 bucks. $9 sandwich. Yeah, it was it was really remarkable. The lemonade, the blue, yeah, blueberry yeah. lemonade. Oh, the best lemonade, lemonade of my life. Oh. It was absolutely exquisite. So shout out to Anthony? Anthony. Anthony, yeah. Anthony, yeah. yeah. He was the guy who holds it all together. So go say what up to Anthony at Brimstone Bakery and thank us later. But main stop of the day was Beekman, which we went to right after. And that place has to be, like, one of the most Instagrammable places, like, shops. Oh, the retail store? Any of any. Oh, my God. It's so cool. I would just want to live inside of it. Like, that's yeah. like a little Barbie dream home for a yep. girl who likes skincare. Except it's uh, Mrs. Potato's head. Mrs. Potato Head houses right now. I love her. They did a collab with Mrs. Potato Head. I think it was Mrs. Potato Head's 100th birthday. Is that what it was? Wow. She's um, old. She's old. She's getting up there, but she has flawless skin. She looks great. She's like your dad. She just doesn't age. <laughs> uh, and uh, I actually was on their Instagram, and they did. Their marketing is incredible. Like, they have high-powered brand people that are activating. When you're in marketing, it's like brand activation, right? Like, what's happening in real life? And they actually got a real Mrs. Potato Head life-size, and she was running through the streets of New York City. It was awesome. Like, go to their Instagram and check it out. Like, it's just a very cool, viral kind of guerrilla marketing type of thing. And then in the store, they went as far as to have, you know, Mrs. Potato Head scattered throughout. She's there. She's, like, showing off her new product, the potato peel, which is great. Like, I, lo I look younger because I use the potato peel. So now I know how it's been working. But they said potatoes actually have, like, benefits for your skin. And we did learn a lot about skincare that day and soap, of course. Yeah. Are you going to do a potato peel? No. I did the moisturizer, though, so they got me on. They got me doing that. You did the moisturizer. That's I, like doing. That's like brushing your teeth. Like I did the moisturizer. That's, I don't know. That's about the bare that. minimum, honey. That is the bare minimum. Yeah, but I got great skin. Why mess with it? You're not. You're more just products, enhancing more it. More problems. That's my motto. All right. Well, that sounds. That sounds on brand. Got great skin. I'm not complaining. Uh, no, you do. You, you both have nice but skin. But Hannah, when I went there, she's like, oh, please pick up some lotion or something. But then they ended up hooking us up with these great bags oh, with like $300 worth of products. And I came home. I'm like, look what I got you. Great, <laughs> she was so happy. Great <laughs> place to get hooked up for sure. But yeah. they're, they're a brand that walks the walk. Like I really, I, I use their products and they're all great. But to me, it's just the brilliance of the whole put togetherness. Yep. To see something like that in Sharon Springs, you're kind of like, it still has that Rose Apothecary vibe from, uh, what's it called? Schitt's Creek. Because, yeah. like, it truly is in the middle of nowhere. That's I keep... a good way. If you don't know Sharon Springs, but you watch 
Schitt's Creek, same exact thing. Yeah. Basically. Um, but we went to their house for the first time. We've been to the store a few times for random promotions, but uh, we went to the farm itself where the goats live, where the Beekman boys live. And what do you think of that? How do you describe that? Picturesque. Picturesque. It's like a, it's out of like a, a movie scene or something. Yeah. Like it's just the most beautiful maintained farm. It's not like a working farm. Like it's not like June Farms if you compare it to it. But it's like it's like an estate. Like, like just this very like pristine, almost like a horror movie could happen or like the best event of your life. Like something so special could happen. It looked like a very small White House. Like it's shaped like the White House. It's yeah. got the big gardens. The flowers were amazing. Rolling hills behind it. Like you can't. And you can actually go. So, like, we yeah. had a private tour, but you can schedule tours. But, like, all the flowers, like, the bees were, like, perfectly pollinating. Like, it's almost like it just dropped down from the heavens. And they're like, here's a perfect little farm for you. That's a dream, though. They just have enough money where they can just hire a landscaping company. I know. Because, like, the problem with having land is you got to mow. Yeah. But if you don't have to mow and you just get to enjoy it, that's that's a life goal. Well, I, I think they took it one step further. It's not a company. It's, like, a person. I feel like they employ, like someone lives there and they maintain it and they do yeah. the landscaping yeah, and like take care of the gardens. That. Like that's their, so they're they're connected to it and they want to uh, see its beauty. Totally. You know, and and if you're there, you get to you get to live the beauty, right? Like mm. you maintain it, but then you have a sense of pride for it as well. Yeah. And um, they had giant like 30 foot goat sculptures. Oh, I hope you got, I didn't take really any pictures this day. So I hope you have good pics of that and videos. Don't that was worry. really cool. I got pictures. I'm just checking. What? You like. We're, do you think we were relying on you to get the pictures? Uh, what is that supposed to mean? I take oh, some wait, pics. Je- I, I didn't hit start Shut on the up. drone. Oh my God. Oh my God. The drone? Uh, yeah. Good thing we didn't. Uh, oh, for there? Yeah. Well, but you'd be going back. <laughs> and I think they want you back there, Jonah, so it all works out. Yes. Yeah, that is a. Uh, just go to Sharon Springs. Watch yeah. the video. Yep. Watch the video. Go to Sharon Springs. In. We say the springs are dry, but the people are wet. And you will find out why if you go yourself. Good times, good times. Anything else on Sharon Springs? No. Yeah. I think we left also, check out either. the American Emporium. Characters in there. That's I it. I mean, it was just, it was a wild that, day. That changed my whole, that changed my life going to the American Emporium. Yeah. the stories I heard and the people you meet, the shop yep. owners. Uh, we do need to go back to go to the everything store, though. There's yes, just one the little antique has. shop, if you will, and we did miss their uh, their hours of operation by a hair. So I'd like to go back for that. But they have a big harvest festival going on. Yep, uh, September 15th. 16th and 17th, yes, correct. That. I When I was unpacking my goodies from the day, because we picked up a couple things at different shops and whatnot, I probably had like six Harvest Festival pamphlets. <laughs> like we, we collected a lot of those because every business owner is so proud. It's one of their bigger, probably the biggest event of the year there where they'll have vendors, wine, beer, whatever. Um, but if you like, that's a good opportunity to go because at least you're guaranteed to like lock into an event when you go versus like, again, like I've. I always say, then you have to have the eye for it. Like I'm saying, slow it down, appreciate it, take it for what it's worth. If you're not that kind of person, but you still want to go, I would just do the Harvest Fest because you're guaranteed fun. It's like coming to the warehouse district in a way. It's like you know what you're in for. 100%. Good time to visit Sharon Springs. And just another beautiful example of why upstate New York is so great. Like That is just a tiny little gem we have here. And that's the purpose of the Afternoon Inn. We did it in Kinderhook. Sharon Springs was stopped too. We've got two more on the docket, which I'm very excited two to get more. to. Two more. Or uh, Scroon. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess Cahos, but um, I'm, I'm curious to do a, a local one to see yeah, how Yeah, I think doing like, uh, 
I mean, being in Lake George the other day, I'm like, I feel like we could even do that, but we'll save it for the winter. Because I think we should keep it going all year long, because that's I the think, point. No, I think Lake George is too big. I think there's too much to do in Lake George. In like, downtown Lake George, though? Yeah. Why not? There's that's so... two days deep. Yeah, there's so really? many businesses. There's so many restaurants. We could just do, like, part one, part two. Yeah, yeah I there's, don't know. I, I think that that's something a little bit different. Like I you, just think, yeah. Like, you can have a great afternoon in Lake George, but I don't think it's really going to capture capture it the right way. But Fair what enough. is that saying? Like, the whole point is to encourage people to go out. Doesn't matter. If yeah, but every no, but no, but everybody, every like a lot of people know Lake George. Like no one knows Sharon Springs. No one knows Kendrick. It's kind of like exposing these gem, these small gems. And I get I don't that. Know, I think Lake George. There's there's a lot. There's a lot to do in Lake George. All right, we'll go without you then. All right. <laughs> uh, Wyndham Mountain would scratch that itch, I guess, in yeah. the winter. Yeah. As like well, a Woodstock. But. All right, we're looking for one light towns. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, these one cute little of them have literally been one light towns. Yeah. We like a one light town. Yeah. All right. I like that. I'm excited. I think this is a great series. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wants to sponsor it. Yeah. It's an expensive we, series. We'd be eating and drinking <laughs> a lot on these trips. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got the spelling bee. Mm. This week, you participated. I hosted the fourth annual Capital Region Adult Spelling Bee. Yep. Which is something uh, I think we're locked in for a long time with. Totally. It's a fundraiser for the United Way Emerging Leaders Program, which helps uh, break down the barrier of entry to philanthropy for local people, which is a really great program to have. Um, so, it, uh, you know, a lot of the people in the program were there that night just supporting, and it's just a genuine good time. The spelling bee, we were joking that everybody has a you know shared experience of losing in elementary school. I remember how I lost, weather, Oh. I didn't ask a definition. Yep. You had a similar experience. Yep. And it's your chance for redemption. So I've done it with, I've hosted it with my mom. She's the one that like really makes sure I could say things right and that we watch it right. I'm just not the most articulate person. So I bring the energy. She brings the articulation and together we're a dynamic duo. But I thought this was the best one yet. I had a blast. I left with my head and my tits held high. <laughs> I really did. All right. Before, uh, let's clarify. At the American Emporium. No. At uh, the cobble, the Cobbler in Sharon Springs. We we met this one shop owner and super nice lady. She's also the head of like their business Chamber of, of Commerce. Yeah, something like that. We were taking a photo after and she goes, all right, tits up. I just and it that. caught us all off guard. Yeah. But we love it. She says it's from Marvelous Miss Mavel, but I'm going to say know. that's from Sharon Springs. It's from Sharon Springs. That's in part our of book. the wet part. 100%. But yeah. Tits up for the spelling bee. And you participated. And I did. I, I will say wholeheartedly, you exceeded my expectations. Thank you. I've always said I'm an above average speller, but I did get a little nervous when it was time to actually get up there and do it. I think even though I'm like an entertainer and I talk in front of people and I do this stuff all the time. It's just a mind game. Like you think you know something and then you get up there and you're in that environment and you're kind of rushing and you're taking the temperature of the room. So it was definitely like game time. Like I played some hype up music on my way out to Schenectady. When I sat in that chair, I was like, I got to fucking go. Like I have to deliver here. I and my competition out. Like it was a lot, but I just like, I've always loved the concept. I think it's so cool. And it was really awesome to see how many different types of people were participating. Um, and I, in the beginning, like there was this instant like bond with all the spellers. And I liked that. Like we were high-fiving and cheering. And like, I was like really kind of becoming like fans of the people spelling. And then 
as I continue to make it further, I'm like, I got to shut it down. Like, I need these people out. Like, I wanted them to win because I wanted them to get the words right. And I'm like, no, that's not good for me. I need a couple flies to drop here. So I quieted down a little bit. Um, you know, I was a little nervous about my beer. I'm like, can't drink too much. Like, I didn't want to get out of my element. But I think I gave a great performance. But most of all, really, I had fun. Like, I had so much fun. I thought it was a great, great, great event. And uh, I want to do it next year. Yeah, I think you have to because we've yeah. had someone from Two Buttons Deep compete every year. Uh, first year, Marco got out in one round, two rounds. Second year, Jordan, we had two people. Uh, they both got out first round in an embarrassing fashion. Last year, back nine, Bry made it three rounds. And then this year, five. Five. Five rounds, yeah. Five there rounds was only, deep. Uh, only women left, so that was cool. So technically, yeah. I knocked out all the guys. Um, I think I could have taken it a little further. I have the now the word that I lost on will be the word that replaces the word from second grade. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night, I swear to God, and I'm like, I just couldn't sleep. Like, it really frustrates me. I don't. I don't think I'm competitive until I get in a competitive situation. I didn't think I was going to win, but I know I could have made it a little further. Um, so I think I'll come back. Jonah also told me off camera he really wants to do it next year. No, 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 no. This is Joe Bo's. Uh, next year is Joe Bo's year. I think Joe would be good. I think he'd be uh. very good. No, I think Joe. Actually, you know, I thought, uh, Taylor, I thought you were going to go further. Because you were really, like, Fuck. you were setting the bar really low. Like, really? I, 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 and, and you're smart. Well, thank uh, you're, you. You're smart. Thank you. That's and I'm amazing. like, you know what? She's setting the bar low. She's going to come sleeper. in and just like, and win. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't the case. I could have gone a little far. Paraphernalia, I, I could spell. Yeah, that was a winning word, yeah. paraphernalia. I think the, uh, well, there are two rounds. We do some themed rounds to make it a little more enticing. One was local cities. That got a lot of people out, a lot of the smarter people, cause, which is a little unfair because, like, you kind of have to know the cities to know how to spell them, like Mahanison, Spiegeltown, all these places that that's not how you should do it in a spelling bee, but that's how we do it. And then animals, that got a lot of people out. Yeah, that was uh, a tough one. But you got out on the commonly misspelled words round, which isn't great, but I, I, gave, you, I gave you that one because I thought you could handle it. I, I didn't. You should have. You want to say it or are you, the word, are you not ready? For no, the word, I'll talk about it. It's raw, but the word was daiquiri. And I, I think I just, when you said it, I think my first thought was, is that commonly misspelled? Like I felt confident. Like I didn't think it was a hard word to spell, which obviously is the whole point of the round. So I didn't, when I was up there, I really didn't consider another spelling at the time. I was just like, that's what I'm going with. So in hindsight, I think if I took a few more seconds, I probably could have figured it out. Um, one of my tricks, which I was thinking of a lot in the uh, Capital Region Towns round, is like almost like photographic memory. Like we drove by Scaticoke the other day. We drove by, you know, whatever. I saw Spiegeltown in an ad this morning. So I'm like, if you can picture like the highway sign, like the green sign that says Mahanison or whatever on it, you know, maybe you could spell it because you're picturing a picture. So when I was thinking of daiquiri, I was trying to picture a menu. I'm like, let me picture a bar menu right now and like see if I can see it on paper at a bar. Uh, but my joke was that I drink too many Miller Lights. I don't know what daiquiris are. I don't know. Oh, my God. Whoa. That seemed a lot more dramatic. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to yell. Um, <laughs> we got a chair down. We got a chair down at the good. Lionheart on the green, but good. we're okay. That's great because okay. I like Winter to move is coming, baby. Stop, Jack, I feel come it. In on. The, it's not t shirt weather anymore. No, it's not. It's That was that was a harsh way to enter into reality, but well, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what you did. I thought Thank that was you. good. You went out in a, a blaze of glory. And I screamed the word fuck, you which was not on the list. a hard F-bomb. Your dad was laughing so hard. <laughs> I didn't mean, I knew I was going to do that. I literally thought to myself, if I get out, I'm going to scream fuck, aren't I? And then I did. <laughs> and I know that's not really classy, but I just can't help it. I'm Can like, you spell daiquiri now? D-A-Q. Nope. What Come is on. it? D-A-I-Q-U-I-R-I. Yes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'll never forget. I texted my dad after. <laughs> Thank you. Right. And I was like, I told him what word I got out. He's like, let me ask Michelle, his wife. She, he goes, she didn't spell it either. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that makes me feel a little bit better. But thank you, guys. I appreciate your support. Jonah was, uh, he was getting me waters and beers. I'm like looking at him. I'm like, I need to stay hydrated. I wanted to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle, but that felt rude. I didn't know if I could get disqualified for like Googling yeah. something. So um, I, I tried to keep my composure as best as possible. Yeah. Well, it was so fun. It was great. Good times. That's all. So stay tuned for the next Capital Region Adult Spelling Bee this next time year. next year. Next year. Yeah. All right. We had a debate in the car the other day that I think we got to hash out. Yeah. Are there more pet dogs or pet cats here in America? I don't know. I think dogs. I think in today's modern world, dogs. Let's say what we think first, then we can defend it. I say dogs. I say cats because... No, I said we'll defend it later. Okay. Cats. I say, I say cats. Yes. Jonah. There's more cats. And have we Googled it? Do we know the answer? Or we're just putting it no. out there? No. Will you Google it now? Yeah. yeah we have... Yeah. I, th I think cats because nobody has just one cat. Yeah. And most people don't talk about their cats. Yeah. So it's usually like, you know about someone's dog. That's what's on Instagram. That's what they're walking out in public. Yeah. Someone could have eight cats and you'd have no idea other than their personality. Yeah. And like cats have really high litter rates. Like a cat's popping out like three, four, five, oh. six, seven, eight, nine, like in one go. Yeah. Cats are literate, which means they can be in the yeah. spelling bee. Yeah. There Liter you go. Get and it? they have, they have nine lives. No, so like, get it? Exactly. <laughs> My joke. No, litter. Yeah. No, you we say it, it again. Litter rates. So I took that as the word literate because we were just talking about the spelling bees. So I'm like, they could all the cats can compete. So is the answer cats? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 74 right. million cats, 70 million dogs, according to wow. AKC. Wow. That's a Dot close org. race. That's not bad. That's a pretty close race, actually. Love it. I just feel like dogs, you know, I guess I just feel like they're more popular in people's hearts. But I think that's what you're getting at by that. Are we, are we doing the Oktoberfest again this year? Yeah. I'm hosting Oktoberfest on October 12th at Brown's Brewing. Come out. It's a fundraiser for the Mohawk Hudson Humane Society. Vic Christopher and his dog Groucho are going to be honored. And we got some good things up our sleeves. So if October. you want to support the Humane Society and shout out to Professional Fire Restoration. Last weekend, we did a fundraiser for the Mohawk Humane Society because they're at capacity. They had more dogs than they've ever had and bad things were going to have to happen if adoptions didn't happen. They had like over a hundred in one weekend. Great response from the community. Okay. Um, but what they've opened up is the idea of sponsoring adoptions. So you can pay for someone else's adoption, kind of a pay it forward type thing, but for a dog or a cat instead of a coffee. And we said 100% of our profit from shirts is going to that. We raised about $500. And then I was talking to DJ from Professional Fire Restoration. He said, let's triple it. He gave triple a, it? He gave $1,000. No way. So now we got $1,500 going to the Humane Society. Wow. And sponsoring dogs. So hopefully by the end or of cats. this, there will be more dogs than cats in America. Wow, that's awesome. Good good, good to Wait. hear that. Yeah. 
Wait, he tripled it? Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like everybody just doubles it. He said. Who triples it? Professional fire That's restoration. They, Someone that goes big. They're I not the it. average company. He And he was talking about it. He's like, you know, all my competition, they, you know, they give to these big organizations and national this, national that. He's like, I, I give all the time and it's always to a local company. It's always to a person. And he doesn't like to flash it all the time, but... Now they're working with two buttons deep, so that's going to change. Wow, that's awesome. That's really exciting. And hopefully it does help solve the problem because, unfortunately, it's not a good reality for these animals if they don't get adopted. Another thing you got to know, if you want your dog to be famous, now is your chance. You can get your pet on a can of Brown's Brewing beer. You got to submit it through the link, and it's another fundraiser for the Mohawk Humane Society. You pay 10 bucks to enter them, and all the money goes to them, but... The pet with the most votes will get their face on a can of beer, which we will debut at Oktoberfest on October 12th. It's well, dog-friendly uh, beer, too. The Octo dog can drink what? it. Fest? Octoberfest. Octoberfest. Wait, I feel like it should be Groucho. Like, I, shouldn't the dog mm. getting honored be on the can? It's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Groucho deserves so it. So should we enter? I was going to enter Granny, but I think we should do Groucho this year and Granny next yeah, year. Yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like this is Groucho's year. If you guys have never been to Lucas Confectionery or any of the Christopher spots, Groucho is like... He's basically famous in Troy. He's just the most reliable companion. He hates every bar, but he's there anyway, hanging out. <laughs> Hate, hates most people, walks you know, along the sidewalk. Speaking of Groucho hating people or loving people, he bit me last week. That really? sounds about me, right. He gave me a little nip, and I was like, oh, my God, this dog hates me. And Vic's like, oh, welcome to the club. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, you made it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Groucho bites everybody. He's like, there's like 100 people in this club. So. Yep. Yeah, Groucho. That's a great spin zone on some your, your dog, dog biting. Bit. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Wear it like a badge of Please honor. don't sue me. You're in the club now. Yeah, no. It's an honor You're in to the be club, bit by Groucho. Right? But yeah, I feel like he should be on. Like, yeah, no. Vic said he's slowing down a little bit. So but I think isn't Barry the dog that was on the can last year? Wasn't he also the dog that was honored? Yes. The dog so I think, I think it should be Groucho. And yeah. he, he has since passed. So. Uh, the dog? Yeah. Okay, not Groucho. Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah, no. I think we could pull for Groucho. But I, if you want to enter your dog, go for it. Yep. No competition, but yeah. Okay. Uh, our peek into the week, what's coming up here? It's brought to you by Live Nation, who is presenting Guns N' Roses at SPAC on September 1st. And people are hyped about this show. I feel like not everybody knows about it. When I heard no. about it, I, I honestly didn't think Guns N' Roses was still active. So when I saw this, I assumed it was a cover band, which is on me. But we were at the Great Escape, and... <laughs> Some we were about to hop on the comet, and there's this kid behind us who just started following us. So shout oh, cool. out to him. And he's well, first, like, what happened before we get on? Yeah. Well, first, all right. So we we get on the comet, and Jonah. There's this kid standing in the front row. Jonah wanted to film it, so Jonah stands next to him. There's obviously two seats, but I'm like, I want the front row. Like if we're doing this, it's the last ride of the night. I want to do this ride right. I don't want to compromise view from the back. I look to this guy, I go. If I give you 20 bucks, will you let me take your spot on the front row? And he was like, obviously, yeah, give me that $20. <laughs> Should have gave him 10. Should have. Yeah. Upon how happy he was at 20, I probably could have given him $5 totally. and had the same effect. But uh, regardless, I get the front seat and he's behind us. And he goes, We got to be so loud at this. We got to be so loud on the roller coaster. We got to be acting like we're at a Guns N' Roses show. <laughs> and I'm like, Are you going? And he's like, where? And I'm like, the Guns N' Roses show. He's like, what? And I'm like, Guns N' Roses is coming to SPAC. And he's like, oh, I got to go. I was like, use that $20. 
You're going. Because <laughs> you can literally, I think it's part of the uh, four tickets for 80. So you can literally get a $20 ticket to Guns N' Roses, and it's going to be a phenomenal show. They're only doing stadium. It's a stadium tour. Right. Plus spec. Yep. So you're going to get a stadium experience at SPAC for one of the most legendary bands that I'm surprised is still around, but I guess nobody else is. So uh, go out September 1st, watch Guns N' Roses at SPAC, and it's going to be a conclusion. Let's go. What's going on? Are you going to Guns N' Roses? You're working it? There we go. Wow. We'll You'll see be you there. there. Uh, it's going to be a great show. That guy's going to be there. Yep. Roller Coaster guy's going to be there. We're going to be there.